welcome on in to the, uh, the FS1. <laughs> I was say episode 81, but oh. anyway. Uh, <laughs> episode 81 of the FS podcast, or also known as the Fantasy Sports Podcast. Wow, you're so enthusiastic about that. I'm so happy for okay, you. Okay, my bad. I'll redo it. The Fantasy Sports Podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay, episode from SpongeBob. <laughs> Victory screen. <laughs> 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 uh, if you guys uh, will welcome on in, people. Welcome to the FS podcast. Do I even need to say it at this point? We're no, not a professional podcast. I don't podcast. think so. I don't think you don't have to. <laughs> no. Yeah, we are not a professional podcast, but if you guys don't know, we talk about fantasy sports, mostly fantasy football, and we are here to help you guys, I don't know. Play it. Play it. <laughs> give you advice, our opinions, take our, you know. Just don't sue us if we give you bad advice. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, you know, we're not a CBS Sports Fantasy Football Podcast where we go over the biometric scale of the human atom on how hard it is to catch a football. I think the only numbers I can crunch at the moment is phone numbers. You don't even have to crunch those. You just, like, put them in. Like four eight zero nine four three seven two one eight. Yeah, those are only That's my phone number. I'm kidding. That's the only numbers I can work with. Do you have a Safeway card? What's your number? That number? That number right there? Yeah? Yeah. Anyway, welcome on it. <laughs> FS Podcast. Home of the longest intros. Yes. Anyways, we want to get on into I think the we news. actually speed ran this kind of intro. It usually takes us like six minutes to get into something. Six minutes? I thought it took us like 15. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was being generous, I guess. <laughs> 15, 20. So, uh, I guess we'll start with the news. Here we go. Guess. News around the news. Okay, hey, hear sorry me about now? the silence, yes. Look at that guy on Verizon. Hear me now? Can you hear me now? No, he's with Sprint. That's Paul. Yeah, but he's just... I used to be with Sprint. Or no, I used to be with Verizon, but now I'm with Sprint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me now? He's... <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going into news and notes of the league. Like I said, uh, when we do news and notes around the league, uh, we usually, like... You guys probably seen it come out a long time ago, but like if you guys want, you have to wait till our new episode comes out because you hear our opinions about the news. Because it matters that much to you. Yeah, I mean the news that we're gonna talk about came out like eight days ago, and you guys probably already six knew. Six days. Eight six. Yeah, my bad. Same number. Same number. It's just it's it's an even number. So they yeah, yeah. There you go. So anyway, I think we kind of want to start out with the hard knocks news. Yes. That the Cowboys are on hard knocks this year. Wasn't it? Uh, the Browns last year, or no? It was the, the LA teams mm-hmm. were on Hard Knocks last year. I did not get to watch that one. I did not either. I will probably want to watch the Cowboys one because just because of the name Cowboys, um, because <laughs> America's team, America's team, oh. America. Uh, yeah, the like that one joke I took, I said like a couple episode, couple episodes ago. What's the difference between the Cowboys fan and the baby? I forget the punchline. Uh, the baby stops crying eventually. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys missed that one, I think we did that, what, two episodes ago? About two episodes ago, yeah. All you really need to listen to is kind of the intro. Yeah, we just talked about, say about a bunch of dad jokes. Anyways, yeah, so the new Hard Knocks team is going to be the Cowboys. And I do, s- because they went through a lot last year, the offense and defensive side. A lot of it was 
kind of out of their control, though, with injury. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it was injury season, but when you think about it, you know, Dak was out, and they kept switching quarterbacks in and out. Even brought a quarterback from the practice squad in because yep. everybody else was injured. Zeke well, we was can't forget the historic Andy Dalton start where he almost got decapitated. You bring that up every time. Because <laughs> it was entertaining. <laughs> and yes, I know he's on my team, Chicago, but I don't care. Yeah. Because he's probably getting decapitated in practice by Khalil Mack and Team <laughs> Hicks and probably. everyone else. Uh, but yes, uh, yeah, they had injury. Like Dak was out, and like I said, they brought a quarterback from the practice squad, and like wide receiver. Like I felt bad because like C.D. Lamb didn't man didn't. It was like, his rookie year. It was his rookie year, so he didn't get to manage to show off or anything because they were switching quarterbacks. And then with the rookie, you know, it's difficult to get those targets and snap percentage. Yep. And then Zeke was dropping balls everywhere. Mister Butterfingers himself. Mister Butterfingers himself. Uh, yeah, he's slipping away. Well, speaking of Butterfingers, uh, some news also came up on the same day, I believe, stating that uh, Zeke Elliott, or I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Butterfingers, there you is go. the uh, professional term. He is quicker and more elusive than in 2020. Yay! Woo. But there was nothing stated about his hands. No, there was not. Which uh, is so, the thing about Elliott, so... <sighs> Elliot, you gotta admit about him last year. Yes, he dropped a couple of balls, but he s- still gave you those fantasy points. Oh unfortunately, yeah. you're still starting. But yes, I know. Every week. Yeah, so like the coming 2021 2022 season, you start starting Zeke no matter what. Oh yeah. I mean, he's sure. number one running back. Dak is back. I like that Dak so much. He's back. <laughs> and then you got like the whole offense is back. It's gonna be a healthy team. And then like Elliot, he he's just like blown off by so many people be- just because of last season. You know, so he might fall a little bit, maybe. Yeah, he to may those f- unfaithful people. I feel like he. What's his average draft projection? Do you have to know? Uh, let me see here. Cause I, I believe he like goes around like round three or four. So Zeke right now is at eight point one, eighth oh. round, first pick. So he's with like those other running backs, like DeAndre, S- not DeAndre Swift, more like uh, J.K. Dobbins and all them over there. He's with Nick Chubb. Uh, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, kind of down there. Oh, okay. More kind of with the wide receiver in, like, Devontae Adams. Oh, okay. 88.4. Gotcha. I know we said we don't do a lot of stats, but I don't really consider that a stat. No, it's just <laughs> projection, so whatever. If you guys do do not know, ADP, average draft projection, as well as, like, number, point, whatever, yeah. is eighth round, what pick? Yeah. Yada, yada. Bob's your uncle. Uh... So, you want to move on to Yes. The next one? So, the one I'm looking at is the Trevor Lawrence one currently. Trevor Lawrence? What do you Three days ago. Okay. So, he got signed. He got his actual contract, 36.8 mil. Oh, he finally got signed a contract. Yep. Okay, four years. 24.1 guaranteed. Wow. And a fifth option, as usual. And he will be there at day one of camp. I s- definitely see... Trevor I'm a little Lawrence. worried that it took him this long, though. That's true. Because remember they came out saying that he wasn't ready yet? And remember that Justin Fields got signed before him. I think Trey Lance, or not Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, I think, also got signed before I him. I think even Mac Jones got signed I before I think so, did. yeah. Yeah. So Which is really surprising for the one first the last overall. ones to get know. signed. Especially for first overall. That's just yeah. crazy. Um, I'm, I would be scared to draft Trevor Lawrence, though, still. I Just would draft him as a backup. I know in earlier episodes I said I'd go all in, but with all this news kind of coming around. Yeah. I mean, they got DJ, 
DJ Chark over there. And like I said, man, we talked about it last time. They gave him a chance to draft another wide receiver, but instead they drafted a running back already. Also, with James Robinson already being there, like which the is Joe Burrow situation too. Yeah, they probably should draft in the lineman, but they draft Jamar Chase. <laughs> <laughs> but Trevor Lawrence, uh, he finally got signed his four-year deal, so that means he's going to be there for a while. Uh, I'm a little scared about them oh having boy. a Gardner Minshew 2.0, honestly. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't think he's Gardner Minshew, unless you're talking about good Gardner Minshew. Is there ever a good Gardner Minshew? Yes, there was. It was uh, approximately week one at the minute mark of probably 15. Of quarter one to <laughs> the 14 mark of quarter one. He said there was, like past tense. Yeah. There was. Well, there can't be one right <laughs> now. He's not playing. <laughs> so moving on to another quarterback, rookie quarterback, Trey Lance, big arm, e- excellent for Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. If uh, you guys don't know. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk, the wide receiver for the 49ers. Uh, so Brandon Ayuk is going into his sophomore year, and now with like the 49ers situation with the QBs, with them starting train Lance or drafting him in the overall round one draft, I really don't. I like. <laughs> I feel like Brandon Ayuk would probably have a better like fantasy tar- uh, like targets and snap percentage or catches with Trey Lance more than Jimmy G. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Jimmy Porn, porn Star Jimmy. Or Glass Lake Jimmy. Whatever you want to call Jimmy. I think that's mine that I use a lot. <laughs> but it's great. Like, they're coming out about, because they still say that Jimmy Garoppolo's their guy. They still said that he's his number one QB. He's going to start week one no matter what. Belichick also says that Cam Newton is his guy. But. Yeah. I mean, even look what happened to Tua. Tua, they said Tua was their guy. They didn't start him until, like, what, week six? And then they played Fitzpatrick a bit. And then they yeah. put Tua back in. and. So uh, I feel like mess. Trey Lance has a better chance than Tua did, though, to become the starter for the 49ers. Do you think it'll be a Tua situation where they keep placing? No, I don't think so. No. I think Trey Lance is going to take over. I feel like 49ers need to push. Because, like, Jimmy G, like, when you think about it, Jimmy G and Jared Goff are, like, the same. Because the reason why I bring up mm-hmm. Jared Goff is because they made their teams go to the playoffs and made their team go to the Super Bowl, but they couldn't get that final push to win the Super Bowl. Like, they no. l- like the Rams lost to the Patriots. And then the 49ers lost to the Chiefs because of the quarterbacks. And then now with Trey Lance going over there, if Trey Lance takes the number one spot, I feel like 49ers finally get the push to win the Super Bowl. I feel like the Niners honestly could have made a push last year if it wasn't for all the injuries. I would have think so too, but last year was just a whole fantasy thing, really. It like was just injury everywhere. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you were not playing fantasy football last year and, they, and you were new – you missed out because it was actually a really good learning experience. It really was because you got to manage your team 24-7. Depending yeah. Because, like, the news would come out about COVID. All of a sudden, you had to change the lineup. All of a sudden, it, it won't even be that your guy has COVID, but the team. Yeah. So they got to, like, shut down. The game. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, you'd be like, oh, three of you guys aren't playing. I'm like, okay, why? Because it got shut down. Oh, well, now I got to find a wide receiver or quarterback <laughs> and a tight end all in five minutes because yeah. the game's starting. The game's going to start in, like, two minutes. <laughs> Yeah, so last year was a really great learning experience. Sad for all the injuries, but yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, moving on to the next of the list. Ravens believe J.K. Dobbins capable of more capable of more in 2021. You know what? I'm just going to hit you with a nice little applause if it works. Yeah. 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 Guys, quit. When you, <laughs> when you look at like the Ravens' backfield over there with them having Gus... B- Gus Edwards. I almost called him Gus Bus. <laughs> Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins. I feel like J.K. Dobbins is the better running back. I was not really surprised by this at all. No? No. I mean, 
with I, Mark or not Mark Andrews with Mark Ingram being gone. No, not Mark Ingram. It was Mark Ingram. It was. Yeah, because he's with the Houston Texans now. I feel like Mark Ingram was the defensive. Am I thinking of the right guy? Am I just being dumb? No, Mike Ingram was the running back for the Ravens last year, but now he's with the Houston Texans with the backfield with David Johnson. It might be. Okay. Uh, I hope you guys know who I'm talking about, if I'm just being the stupid. The running back? Yeah, the running back yeah. for the Ravens that Lamar would always share carries with. I'm sure it was Mark Ingram. <laughs> okay, here we go, guys. Welcome to the FS Podcast, everyone. Um, let's see. Mark Ingram. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Okay. He was with the Ravens. Now he got went on over to yep. Houston. The Houston Texans. Yep. So anyway, back to my main point. Before I just went completely brain dead. <laughs> uh, with Mark Ingram being gone, it really opens up the backfield because Mark Ingram was getting a majority of those snaps. Um, near the end, though, J.K. Dobbins was getting them. Yeah. So now it's pretty much the J.K. Dobbins and Lamar show. I think so too. I mean, it's because w- I know they got Gus Edwards over there, but I feel like they're going to share the backfield more with Lamar and J.K. I yeah. mean, they're always sharing the backfield with uh, <laughs> Lamar. <laughs> with Lamar, Obviously. Lamar's not. That's Lamar's getting choice. touches. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, he's running it. Yeah, and then I think I believe the Ravens were like one of like the top five running running teams yeah. last year, and it's because Lamar still, even though he didn't do so great as he was and before. The thing that boggles my mind is look at the stat outcome from last year of Mark Andrews. And Lamar was running it so much. Yeah. And Mark Andrews did amazing. The mm-hmm. reason why I know he did amazing is because I had him last year on my team, oh. actually. So. Anyway. So, moving on up. Dallas Goddard is to be featured in the Eagles' offense. Uh, that is also along with the potential of Joe Flacco and Jalen Hurts and uh, Nick Mullins, I believe, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, if you guys are new, uh, we way ahead, like, almost a mental breakdown. Saying that there was potential competition. And I know you guys can't see it, but I'm doing it. Finger air quotes. Yeah. Potential competition of Joe Flacco and Jalen Hurts. You know, I think I might just drop Jalen Hurts this fantasy season. It's like, in your face, guys. Look at this. You know? Watch Joe Flacco start. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. I don't want nightmares right now. Gosh. But we were saying it on, uh, like, a long, not a long time ago, but when it came up. I feel like we bring it up every episode. We do. Because, you know. And I try not to, but somebody over here. I'm only bringing it up because, you know, maybe there's some new people there. And, you know, as I say in the intro, you don't have to listen to any of these episodes in order. Or order in episodes. Because I, like, mess it up in the intro. Yeah, you do. I remember that. But going back to the Eagles offense, Dallas Gobert being featured. Goddard. Goddard, Goldberg. That's not Goldberg. Rudy Gobert. Goldberg, that wrestler. (laughs) Dallas (laughs) (laughs) is featuring the Eagles offense, which is going to be Great because the Eagles don't really have anybody but over the there. Thing is Zach I mean, Ertz. Yeah, Zach Ertz over there. Plus, they drafted that wide receiver, uh, Swift. Yeah, Devontae Swift. Oh, Smith. Yeah. <laughs> we we can never get his we name. We can right. never get his I, name. I swear. Right. You guys know who we're talking Devontae about. Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. You know what? You you go on with your point. I'll look it up. Yeah. So what's him be? Look, Zach Ertz is getting to the point of age where he's getting older. Plus, there was, like, so many rumors that came out during uh, – it still is the off season, but, like, during the off seasons, there was so many rumors coming out. I was like, oh, he's going to get traded. He's mm-hmm. potential trade. He's going over here. He's going over there. So, I don't really see them – if it, Zach Ertz stays with the Eagles when the season starts, when the regular season games start. I feel like they're just going to link in Dallas a lot more 
then Zach Ertz and then Dallas is going to become the number one tight end over there. Yeah. And then <laughs> Jalen Hurts being the quarterback. <laughs> uh, Dallas Goddard right now is listed at the one for he, tight, tight end. Yeah. So. And Jalen Hurts is listed, according to Sleeper, at the number one. Joe uh, Flacco at two. Is listed. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. So moving on up. Do you got anything else to say about Dallas? Um... No, I don't think I do. Enough said. Are you <laughs> sure enough said? I'm pretty sure. Okay. So I want I want to say this one because I want to hear your reaction because I know you were kind of a fan of it. Uh, the, the Patriots wide receiver, Nikhil Harry, has requested a trade out of New England. Um. Look. Oh, boy. Here we go. I'm actually okay with that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because wow. when you look at the Patriots already. They I suck. Mean, um, sorry. Yeah, they got Cam Newton over there, good old palm tree to the knockoff weekend haircut guy. <laughs> so the thing about him palm is that tree. like <laughs> <laughs> um when you look at like the core wide receiver the New England Patriots, of course they signed good old uh Nelson Aguilar who was with the Raiders who Mr. was Mr. Goose Egg himself. Who was like top three wide receivers in deep passes because of Derek Carr last year. But he would also just occasionally give you a fat zero. Or just drop the ball in general. Yeah. And then they drafted those I mean they Signed those two star uh, star tight ends, Hunter Henry, who was from the Chargers, and John Smith. John Smith, who was with the Titans, and like now with the wide receiver number two over there being Jacoby Myers, who did great. I remember he did great against the Ravens in that w- like full on rain, like bad weather game last year, and I I remember I picked him up from the free agent board, and he did great for me, and I kept him on my team for the rest of the year. Nice. So I feel like J.K. Jacoby Myers is a great wide receiver, and I can see why Nikhil Harry wants out because he really has no room over there. But the thing with Nikhil Harry is it seems like I know last year it's hard to say, oh, he got hurt because, like, 90% of the league got hurt. Yeah. But, like, it seems like every year Nikhil Harry plays. He's been in the league for this would be his third year, I believe. Yeah. He gets hurt. He's like, he reminds me of Saquon Barkley. He reminds me of RG3. <laughs> Yeah, so Paige Robinson, a former first-rounder, too, mm-hmm. is looking for a fresh start, and I would love to see that for him, honestly. I would love to see him go on a Any team that needs a wide receiver. Projections? Early projections? Of where he might go? Um, I'm mm, I'm trying to think of a great team right now that really needs him. I mean, when you think about it. Falcons? They Falcons, did lose Julio. They did lose but Julio. But they have Calvin Ridley. They so. got Calvin Ridley. Or maybe someone like over there like with the Lions. You mm. know, with them using Galladay. And True. Like the Lions, we don't have a great. All they got in receiving game now is. Is it Corey Davis? No, no, no. Corey Davis is with the. All they got there now is um, their tight end. Oh. I'm blanking on his name. <laughs> T.J. Hawkinson. Yes. Yes. I would love to see yeah Nico Harry go over there with the Lions, especially with, with Jared, Jared Goff, Goff being over there, which is not bad. Don't forget, yes, he. Don't forget, he did bring his team to the Super Bowl. He just kind of go over just the edge to win it. Kind of forget that they kind of choked. Yeah. But. Anyway, moving on. Up. Oh wait, I guess we when we were talking about QB Mac Jones yep. earlier. I oh, saw got it too. this. The Patriots have signed the first round QB Mac Jones to his rookie contract. He four gets years. a four year, fully guaranteed deal worth through fifteen point six million, along with the fifth year and a signing bonus. So nine mil. Nine million. Nine million. Million. So never get. Never mind. So I guess um. We were wrong about that one. Yeah, I was wrong about that. My bad. I got to do it's my research. It's just I know that other rookies have been signed before yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so I, cu- I believe Mac Jones is the last one in the first round to get signed. Maybe. That's well, a QB. We'll, see we'll see. Because knowing our luck, next episode will be all like, Zach Wilson gets signed. <laughs> 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 so 
So but moving on up, um, or sorry, did you have something else? No, no. Okay. So moving on up, I want to take this one. Um, Aaron Rodgers opted. He was not on the opt-out list on today's transaction, stating that he could have opted out of the season for COVID, but he was not on that list. Hmm. I'm telling you, people, you may think I'm crazy when this first came out that Aaron Rodgers was a no-show. He ain't going to be in Green Bay come week one. I'm calling it right now. He ain't going to be in Green Bay. I've been calling it now for a while. He either gets a fat P-H-A-T contract or he's not there. Let me me ask you a question. Is it because you're being like full on like, yeah, he ain't going to be in week one? Or is like your bear fan side pushing against you? It's not that. If it was that, I'd be like, oh, God, I sure hope he isn't here. (laughs) No, I really don't think so. Because look at all the hoops they're He's trying to get the Packers organization to jump through for this. Mm-hmm. And I think some people also forget that the Packers can legally sue Aaron Rodgers for Which that money. they came money. out saying they will. Yeah. And he's still silent. He's out there golfing now. I saw that the other day. <laughs> I'm like, oh, at least he's having fun golfing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's either another holdout or he just ain't going to be a Packer anymore. Yeah. And he'll probably pull a Brett Favre and go play on the Vikings or something and then I'll go play on the Raiders. Mikhail <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hardman will enter camp at Chiefs uh, wide receiver number two, which I'm so excited for because I was waiting for Mikhail Hard- Hardman Nicole. to go up there because, like, wide receiver number one, of course, is great Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. And then them losing Sammy Watkins early, like, the offseason. I kind of call that a blessing. Yeah. And then now Mikhail Hardman, you know, becoming the wide receiver number two. I mean, yes, the Chiefs already have Kelsey over there who's a great tight end, which counts yeah. as a wide receiver when you think about it. And then, you know, with them having Tyreek Hill. Like, I was talking about this, too, a couple of episodes ago. Like, you see what happens when you just cover that one-star wide receiver, you know? Yeah, and you were bringing up the uh, Super Bowl with the yeah, Chiefs and that's Bucks. Yeah, they just locked him down, and they locked Kelsey down. They need that third wide receiver, and that's where Hardman's going to come in. Because think about it. You'd have to run a six-man coverage if yeah. you have another good third player because then you could just run it that's why i'm so excited to see Miko Harmon enter a chief's number two wide receiver spot and i feel like hardman would be a great wide receiver to draft in a 12-man standard league regardless most of those chief wide receivers tight end kelsey because i mean come on he's not drafting yeah. kelsey are good pickups any of those people on the chief's offense are gonna get you points no regardless yeah Unless it might not Sammy be as Watkins. great as uh kelsey and Hill, but mm-hmm. still, you get them points probably above like 13 or 14. Yeah. It's not Kelsey's like almost 28, 29 <laughs> points a game. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, so, moving on to the next news Pittsburgh Steelers running back Benny Sneal is a cut candidate this summer, question mark. And I definitely see that happening because they signed the first running back in the draft, Najee Harris, which I'm so excited for this year. I think Najee's getting the start. You think he is, my guy. I'm just saying he is. He is getting the start in the Steelers' <laughs> offensive line. Um, But, like, running back Benny Snell as a cut candidate this summer, I definitely see that happening because I feel like they can find other running backs that, that can be a backup that are better than Benny Snell. Because look at it. How many times did Benny Snell play last year? He played a couple of times because James Conner was actually out a couple of games, but he but didn't do so great because exactly. not only that, but the Steelers in general are not really a running game, a running no. team. Maybe they're trying to go towards that direction now. Yeah, with, with Big them ben getting old. And now them Sorry. drafting Najee Harris. 
Yeah. I definitely see them leaning more towards that direction. And then I think this will probably be the last bit of news is that Amari Cooper with an ankle injury will cut it close to start training camp. This was a day ago, yesterday. Cut it close meaning? Is he going to make it? Is he not? Um, I think so. You think so? No, I don't think so, actually. Well, come on. He's got to be on there for hard knocks. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but Amari Cooper is the best wide receiver. I'll let him rest because they need yeah. him coming year. And so I wouldn't mind because Amari Cooper is Amari Cooper. True. Come on. And I, I love the dude because he used to be on the Raiders on my team, you know, a long time ago. And he was a great wide receiver, and now he's with the Cowboys. And he's still a good receiver. And he's a still a good wide receiver, and I would not want him to cut it cut it close just so he can be in hard knocks. Oops, sorry. That was Mom, I'm going to be on TV. I'm just going <laughs> to let me. Like me, that's the one limping with the <laughs> ankle injury. That's me. <laughs> so uh, I really hope he doesn't cut it close. But if he does, hey, at least we get to see him on hard knocks, right? True. So shall we go on into it? Yes, we are going into so this segment. So going on into it, uh, we did not come up with a sound, but we did hold up kind of, I guess, to our promise. I don't really call it a promise. But we were saying we were kind of going away from Would You Rather. Yeah. Um, but next episode, we are going to try and do consensus topics. Actually, uh, back to Would You Rather. we got to go over the polls. Oh, actually. yes. Sorry. So <laughs> last episode, we talked about two debates, which was two QBs. So it was either... We drafted Dak Prescott or Justin Herbert, and another one was Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson. So I believe I know. last episode, uh, me and Jack both agreed that we would draft Dak Prescott over Justin Herbert. And of course, I turn it on over to you guys, meaning our listeners. If you guys want to, you know, participate in these polls, go ahead and follow us on our Instagram. Links in the description. Or well, if you don't want to look at it, it's fancy.sports.podcast. Yep. Anyways, so looking back at the post right now, when I look at the votes, get this. You've seen it before, right? So 43% voted for Justin Herbert and 57% voted for Dak Prescott. So it was a really close one. And I am... It wasn't a tie. It wasn't a tie, of course, but it was just really, really close. And I see why Dak Prescott came out as number one, honestly. Like, Mm -hmm. Dak Prescott's coming back. (laughs) Like, what, he was like the top... He was number 33 QB overall. And he was out for after week five. Yeah, and he was still leading in yardage. How for the many next two quarterback? Weeks. How many teams are in the NFL? Uh, well, if you count the good teams, uh, <laughs> thirty-two. Thirty-two. This guy came quarterback thirty-three. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And he really only played like four weeks. Yeah, he's basically his own team in the NFL. Just add that extra thirty, <laughs> uh, that one, <laughs> and make it thirty-three. But yes, so forty-seven percent voted. I mean. What did I say that right? Yeah, 43% voted for Justin Herbert and 57% voted for Dak Prescott. If you guys want to hear why we chose Dak Prescott over Justin Herbert, go ahead and tune in the last episode to hear our thoughts about it. Schedule. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go, a little hint. <laughs> and then our next one, of course, was Kyler Murray. Uh, would you draft Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson? And we both agreed, me and Jagger, that we would draft Kyler Murray over Lamar Jackson. And again, I turn it over to you guys. This one was m- more of like... Surprise. It was surprising that it wasn't... I thought it was going to be really close, but really it wasn't. It was more of like a uh, blown-out mm-hmm. <laughs> poll. Anyway, so going back to it, so 83% of people voted for Kyler Murray and 17% voted for Lamar Jackson. Sorry, Lamar. You know, we are in Arizona, so I'm thinking they voted <laughs> Kyler Murray because they live in Arizona. But so still, <laughs> but it's just... Kyler Murray has been more consistent in the past two years than Lamar has. Lamar has been MVP and then heartbreak. Yeah. Kyler yeah. Murray's just been I definitely see Lamar Jackson having a, br- a big breakout. 
Oh yeah. This coming year. Uh, I don't know about better this than year. last year. That's all I remember. I definitely see him raising last year's yeah. stats. I don't know if it'll be a breakout year. I definitely see him raising last year's stats. But yes, 83% vote Kyler Murray and 17% vote Lamar Jackson. Again, if you guys want to hear our opinions and facts about why we chose Kyler Murray or Lamar, go ahead and tune into last episode to listen to that. So it's episode 80, if you guys didn't know. Yeah, episode this is 81. This is so 81. You, so you take uh, episode down <laughs> and you get 80. And again, if you guys want to participate in these polls, go ahead and go to our Instagram. It's in the description of the podcast. If you guys don't want to, again, it's fancy.sports.podcast and give us a follow. Or Moving. you can, I guess, just wait and find out results and just be all like, yes, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I could have voted, but I was right. <laughs> So I don't need to. <laughs> don't need to. But yes, those are the results from last episodes. Would you rather? Yes. So going on into it, um, like we said, we were because if you guys did see the Instagram post, we or I guess I said that we were kind of going away from would you rather. Yeah. And we did. I want to call this segment a weird name. That's my pen. Sorry if you heard that. <laughs> um. So this segment, it's a, you know, overrated, underrated. And I ran the idea of calling it the bridge. Mm-hmm. So let me know what you guys think. We should throw up a poll. The reason why he called bridge it is... Bridge or not. <laughs> the reason why he's called the bridge, because is he a player of a plane or is it a boat? Is it going to go over the bridge or is it going to go under the bridge? Or is it just going to drive on the bridge? <laughs> mm, I don't know. Or is it going to crash into the bridge because he overestimated or oh. underestimated, depending on what you had. Depending on what you had, yeah. So, yeah, so basically me and Jack are going to go over our... So Jack is going to go over his overrated and underrated players, and I'm going to go over my overrated and underrated players and go into a little detail why we think you're overrated or underrated. Depending on how fast we go, we may get through all positions or each position, mm-hmm. but we may not. Because keep in mind, guys, we are trying to hurry up this episode because the Suns are about to win game two. Yeah. Because you just heard it here first. Oh, uh, I was waiting for <laughs> someone to bring that up. I was like, I'll just wait if Jagger brings it up. But yes, we want to go watch game two of the Suns versus Bucks. Because as of the time of recording, it's only an hour. It's only an hour away. Tip off. So anyway, so good luck, guys. Uh, thank you all for tuning in to the <laughs> this episode. Which we'll is about we'll just put our picks at the bottom <laughs> of the description. Uh, <laughs> let us know. Anyway, game's on. <laughs> we just roll outro music. <laughs> But yes, uh, like Jagger said, we want to watch the game, so it's going to be fun. Anyways, plus I got invited to go watch the game, and guess what, people? Free food, so I'm on my way over there after this episode. Yep. Anyways. So going back towards it, um, I want to state this kind of off the runway bat. I'll say runway. I'm trying Uh to stick with the whole planes, trains, automobiles. That's (laughs) a good movie, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, So Waya might have a few more, because mine, I kind of look for filling out both. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you mean now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although my wide receivers, I do have two because it was hard to find just in general. Is he overrated or is he underrated? Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to go first or do we want me to go first or do we coin of fate the first? I should say you want to coin of fate it because that would be fun. I, I don't know why, but I want to coin of fate it. All right, let's do it. Box Can I do it? Right Can I do it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, so... What do we got for today's coin? Today's coin of coin of fate is going to be a coins. 2019 coin. The corn? date, corn. My bad. I was corn? I was drinking my drink and like I was trying to like, go. I was gonna say something right now and it sounded so wrong. And I was like, that's out of context. Never mind. I'm just gonna end it off there. So this coin of corn. fate, it's gonna be 2019, the year before disaster started. Year before the zombie apocalypse. No. Yes, and it's gonna be from 
the American Memorial Park, and I believe that is in. Hold on a second. They never make these coins so simple anymore. It's not like United States or Kentucky. It's actually an island. I think it's like a military. Park. You guys let us know. Here, let me see. Um, like if you look on the right side, something island. Oh gosh, dude, you need like some major. <laughs> let's get some, let's get a magnifying glass. I feel like I'm an old person, <laughs> like holding it away. And now, yeah. Oh, they got a printed so small. Yeah. Uh, Mariana Islands. Yeah, there you go. I think that's like some kind of base oh. or fort or something. I was like holding it at an angle. So now I know how like my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Shout uh, out to all you old people. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to call heads or do you want to call tails? Uh, I'll do tails. Tail. I usually do heads. Okay. Go ahead and choose a sound. So here go we go. It is unavoidable. It is your destiny. Okay. One time, the Sorry, one time you, you were ch- muted. yeah, I Go know, ahead. I saw that. <laughs> so the one time you chose a different side and you got it, it landed on heads. So that oh means yeah. that I go first. I should just always call heads. <laughs> I felt like changing that up. <laughs> you changed it up and it failed you. We should do a coin of fate at the end of the episode to see if no. the Suns win game. Actually, two. do you want to go overrated? Or you want to go underrated first, or yeah? Uh, for you? No, in general. Uh, well, again, mine kind of pertain to oh. both. I guess we could do un- uh, under... No, let's do... Yeah, let's go underrated first. Okay. Well, you go ahead and start. What position? Because the I'm only two I have are wide receiver. I'm going to start at QB. QB? Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me find something uh, back. Welcome to the FS Podcast, home of the unprepared duo. <laughs> As you see or listen, Leia is having a seizure. <laughs> I remember I lagged out like a couple episodes ago. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> I was like... I, 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 all right, so my over, I mean, my underrated QB this coming 2021, 2022 season is going to be Matt Ryan. From underrated? Underrated. Wow. Matt Ryan from the Atlanta Falcons or the team that's mostly a possum because they play, play dead. dead on the road. <laughs> Anyways. Hi. <laughs> I got Boom. you. <laughs> that was, that was, I'm so sorry. It's okay. So, like, this is the reason why. But, yes, Matt Ryan – don't does not have Julio Jones as his wide receiver no more. But yet they still have Calvin Ridley over there, which I'm super excited for. But at the same time, even though Julio Jones was out last year, he still finished uh top five passing leader. Since two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh so I mean oh my gosh, I should probably start drinking this drink. It's making me burp. <laughs> Wait uh, I'm so sorry. The man. manners. Uh, 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 like lagging see, out again? I'm lagging out again. Even though you're right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to Matt Ryan. The reason why I think he's going to be uh, underrated is because people think just because he lost his, one of his best wide receivers, Julio Jones, they think he's just going to go down. And not only that, but he's on the Falcons, right? So everyone knows they're going to lose <laughs> or lose <laughs> choke at the end. But, yes. like, when he, you can't be mad at Matt Ryan because, like I said, Matt Ryan has finished top five passing leader since 2012 besides 2017 because i believe he was hurt if i remember um because he missed 2017 i remember because that was like 17 now he played all 16 games the only time he didn't play all 16 games was 2009 he didn't my bad i read that wrong he 
finished top five passing leader since 2012, besides oh. 2017, but he finished sixth, so right outside it. Okay. Um. But the thing is about him is that he he's like the most balanced Falcons offense. Like he balances out the offensive side, even without Julio Jones. And now like Tyler Higby isn't there no more to running back, which um no not Tyler Higby, Todd Gurley. <laughs> you mean Mister Run in the opposite direction? Is that his name? <laughs> the, the guy that's not on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that one works too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I just feel like Matt Ryan's really that's hot, dude. Matt Ryan's hot. No, Whoa. it's hot in here. <laughs> I'm sweating. Do you not see me sweating? I've been sweating all day. Okay, I'm just making sure we uh, guys we live in Arizona. If you don't, because you could not know. tell when we said we wanted to go watch a Sun game. Yeah, <laughs> we want to go watch the Sun games. The Sun game in air conditioning. Yes. Terrible. Here. <laughs> the like only state. See, I can't even think about what I'm house. saying about Matt R- Matt Ryan right now. So you were saying Matt Ryan is hot. No, um, I said. <laughs> <laughs> here I got you. Uh, I got you. Here, I'll turn it down for you guys. My bad. There we go. A nice little little. Sorry about the last one. I hope I lowered it down yeah. enough. Um. Anyway, so Matt Ryan has had 30 plus touchdowns in a season. He finished top. Let's see, he finished top five. And, yes, um, I think the Falcons play, like, one of the tough decisions to the NFC South. Mm-hmm. And I believe the Falcons do have a tough schedule coming in 2021 season. Because I feel like I think they start off okay, but then as they go through the whole regular season, it's tough I mean, teams. they play Tampa Bay in Tampa week two. <laughs> Ooh. And then they play the Giants, Washington, the Jets by week Miami. Mm. Carolina, mm. New Orleans, Dallas, mm. New England, Jacksonville, Tampa again, Carolina, God, at San Francisco, <laughs> yeah, Detroit, at Buffalo, and New at Orleans. At Buffalo. Wow. See. Uh, it's shaky. I still believe he's underrated, though. Yeah? Yes. Yes, I do. Like, I know we don't talk about... I know we don't talk about stats really as much, but look at this one stat. Okay, ready? Or calculation. So Matt Ryan is 6'4". Is that <laughs> the stat? He has completed 286 yards and a total of 1.62 uh, 1.625 touchdowns per game. Nice. So he averaged about two, almost close to two touchdowns per game and a total of 286 passing yards per game. Yep. One of the most consistent QBs in the NFL. And oh. remember last year when we looked at like the top ten QBs and before Matt the Ryan season even started, Matt Ryan was like number seven or number six. And I still believe, I still believe that Ryan can be top ten, but at the edge, like I think he could be nine or ten. Yeah. But I still see him being top ten QB fantasy season. Anyways, that's my. I'm gonna stop talking about Matt Ryan. You wanna do your overrated, and then I'll do mine. Overrated what? Quarterback. Justin Herbert. Just enough said. Just just, just Justin Herbert. Herbert. Okay, I think we pretty much talked about Justin Herbert a lot in last episode. Last episode, I would give you a timestamp. Well, I, I don't know that. I want to hear you talk because I talked about Matt Ryan. Okay, so mine are more posed as questions, um, and I want to get your opinion on it because I already have my answer on it. And my quarterback for the bridge is Joe Burrow. That he's overvalued. Is he overrated or is he underrated? I think in Joe your Burrow opinion, is probably overrated. You think so? I think I could definitely see why people would think he is overrated. 
I honestly would have to agree on that. Because looking back on it, sure, Joe Burrow threw for what seemed like 200 times a game. Mm -hmm. And sure, it was nice. And Waya has pointed out before, when you have his wide receivers, that, you know, you're at least getting like 12-plus points in PPR. Yeah. Just from catches alone. But looking back on his last season, uh, he missed six games from broken leg yeah, ability. Yeah, ACL. That's where that broken leg bro comes <laughs> from. But this wasn't too bad. 25 in PPR finish, mm-hmm. which ain't bad for missing six games. It's no Dak. But here's where we get into a little bit of a problem. Uh, so he threw the ball 404 times between 10 games. He completed 264 passes. Yardage, 2,688. Not even 3,000. 13 touchdowns and 5 interceptions. Now listen, I know. It's his rookie season. Oh, my bad. He also rushed for 3 touchdowns. Um, I know it's his rookie season. Mm -hmm. I'm not expecting the rookie to come out there and destroy Mahomes and Peyton Manning's (laughs) single season (laughs) passing record. Yeah. But, (laughs) you know, it's... 13, and yes, I know he was hurt, okay? But that below 3,000-yard finish, it's concerning because, like, he played the Chargers, Cleveland, Philly, Jacksonville. A little tough game with Baltimore and Indianapolis, but then back to Cleveland, a questionable Tennessee defense, and then ended off with Pittsburgh and Washington. Now, the only 30-point game or any game above 22 points is Cleveland. Mm-hmm. His second Cleveland game in Cincinnati. Before he got injured? Yeah. He got injured during the Washington game. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, when, like, right. Chase Run- Young, like, ripped off his leg. <laughs> but I'm going to have to agree here. I think Joe Burrow, honestly, is flying that plane over the bridge. I... Like, there's nothing in my mind that proves he's underrated or that he's even normal. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the kid had so much hype coming out of the draft. It's insane. And sure, yes, he's got um, Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jamar Chase not drafted, but, like, especially, too, like, he was the number one draft pick last year or last uh, NFL draft before this one. Yeah. (laughs) But, like... He was doing great. He was starting off great. Like, remember he says, like, throwing 60 to 56 passes a game one yeah, thing? Yeah, he and threw 60-plus passes at Cleveland. Yeah. And he didn't throw anything but below 30. I feel like if he would have, like, if he didn't get injured last year and he would have finished off the season, I think he, he could have, like, been close to top 10 QB. Well, because also look at this. So starting at week seven, he threw for at least one touchdown a game. He got hurt mm-hmm. in week 11. So he threw... Three touchdowns in cl- or at Cincinnati against Cleveland. Two touchdowns by week. And then another touchdown. And then another touchdown. And another touchdown. And, another and then touchdown. his leg broke in half. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> I feel like this <laughs> happened to most people last year. Yeah. It wasn't so much their leg, yeah. but their spirit. 
But uh, yes, I, I, I agree with you though. Like I know you were on the edge of like, is he underrated or is he overrated? Like I said, I believe he's overrated. I do too. I think he's flying that plane over the bridge. Over the bridge, yeah. I think he's a plane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know I said Justin Herbert. Let me just give you a little bit of detail why I think he's just overrated. Just do like a quick Justin Herbert because we talked a lot about Justin Herbert last episode. Oh, yes, we sure did. Uh, so Justin Herbert is coming in. The QB6 and the average draft projection is going to be at number 60, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. So, yes, Justin Herbert was the offensive rookie of the year. And not only that, but he broke records of, of being – he broke rookie records, including the most passing touchdowns last year. But here's the thing about him. By Baker Mayfield. By, by Baker way. Mayfield. Like, he doesn't have a great rushing game. Mm-mm. So, like, if you guys want to, like – put faith in him. Like, I know he's overrated right now because, like, he was off his rookie of the year. Well, because the thing a, he's, is... He's the next Chargers franchise quarterback, and he has which, great... You know, I'm not denying. Yeah, and he has a great uh, wide receiver, meaning Keenan Allen over there, and Austin Eckler being the running back, but, like, he needs to work on his rushing game because that's what gives you the most points, especially PPR. I know it's, like, PPR is points per reception. Mm-hmm. But, like, that still gives you points in rushing game Because most people, QBs. like, let's say you're playing standard, right? Yeah. You don't touch the settings at all. Most fantasy football yeah. leagues are set up with four-point passing and six-point rushing and receiving. So those rushing quarterbacks get a bit more points yeah. than throwing four passing touchdowns, and instead you get two rushing touchdowns. That's yeah. why Lamar and Kyler Murray I love so much. Because? Because of the six-point rushing touchdown. You got them fast feats, too. That, too. And here's another thing, Ryan, because here's another thing is because the Chargers also have a new coaching staff. So it might be a little difficult to get back into the system. For an, you know, he's on a new team, new scheme. It's Ooh. not that, but and one more thing is that um, like most when you look at like the past, I'm not gonna go on to detail, but like when you look at the past couple <laughs> seasons, like for sophomore years, QBs, they go downhill. Uh, I mean, look at Baker Mayfield okay, sophomore yeah. year. But that's like that's like <laughs> the perfect example. That's the perfect use. example, <laughs> or even something like. Who is another guy? Let me think. Mm, wasn't it like, like I know like, was it? What's this guy? It's a guy on the Eagle, not Eagles. Joe Flacco. Oh, sorry. Colts. Carson Wentz. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. So He's Carson Wentz took his team to the Super Bowl rookie year. He did. Right? Uh, then he got hurt, so you know he got shilled out of rookie of the year because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, like, big deal. But they ended up winning a Super Bowl, so I'd rather take that over rookie of the year. Yeah. Next season comes around. He's dude's so still playing like he's got a busted set of legs. He's a different person. He's oh, literally yeah. like the meme of I'm a different breed, but <laughs> in a bad way. In a bad way. But, yes, like I just feel like sophomore years don't cut out great for QBs. And no. I, that's a little slump there. Anyways, that's my reason why I think yeah. Justin Herbert there is overrated. There are a few exceptions, right? Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. Yeah, that's all uh, I can pull like right now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's all. James uh, uh, So moving on, we'll probably just do one more possession. Pos- possession. I want to. What am I playing a game of? I want to do this one because I'm gonna be surprised about you if I say this one. You ready for possession? What position are we doing? Tight end. Tight end. Yeah. Okay. So, I I have a most overrated tight end right here, and it's Darren Waller. No, George Kittle. What? Yeah, he's overrated, my guy. Oh, my. Uh, you know what? I got a message. You know what? <laughs> Just hold this. Hold that. Oh, yeah. No, no. You can't. I ain't going to accept that. I'm not saying, like, don't draft him. 
right? Obviously, you're gonna. Well, draft no, I know him. you're not saying that. But like, he's just overrated. I'd rather draft. Like, I'm not because I'm not saying this because I'm a Raider fan. But like, Darren Waller got more targets than George Kittle did last year, and okay, there's an listen, exception. You cannot compare that. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Okay, Let me okay. finish. An exception is he was he he was out with a fractured ankle. For like six weeks. Six weeks. I didn't mean last year. I meant before. The last two oh, years, yeah. he's had more targets than George Kittle in general. But and like I get it. Last year he, he had a like a f- near fractured ankle, and he still came back playing like what the last two games of I the season. I don't think it was a near fracture. I think it was a full fracture. It was a full fractured ankle, and he yeah. still came back. But <coughs> but like he's like when you look at it, George Kittle and the 49ers. Like, they got nobody over there, right, on the wide receiver besides Brandon Ayuk. And mm-hmm. George Kittle is, like, their number one guy to go to. And that's why he's so good. But here's the thing. Quarterback situation, too. Jimmy G, I know, he does great with George Kittle. Because every time you, you start George Kittle with Jimmy G, he does great. Well, you don't know what's go- you don't know what's going to happen now, this coming season. I'm not saying, like, just because the quarterback's going to change, George Kittle is going to go down. George Jurassic, Kittle yeah. Like, if Trey Lance starts, oh, trade him. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can still keep him, but it won't be as great of averaging like twenty points per game being the tight end. I would have to disagree on. That. I mean, his breakout season was two thousand eighteen with a total of eighty eight passes for a hundred one thousand three hundred seventy five seven. Are you talking 000. about Jimmy G? No, no, no. Oh. George Kittle. Kittle. Talking about like his most breakout season was two thousand eighteen with eighty eight passes for one thousand three hundred seventy seven yards and five touchdowns. Listen, and you can't really count two thousand twenty. No, because like I said, we, we like we said, because he finished all episode, like twenty. There was like a big old cloud over the season last year. Yeah, you almost have to look back at twenty nineteen. Yeah, and <laughs> go from there. I but, like mm. he hasn't been able to redo that since two thousand eighteen. Like I said, you can't count two thousand twenty because of his fractured ankle. But like two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty, he couldn't repeat two thousand eighteen. I feel like with the new QB, he can't also repeat that, even coming off an injury. The way I look at it is that George Kittle is in no threat of downgrading his output. Point in case, uh, who are they going to throw it to? I Brandon Ayuk? Yeah. And Debo just, the, just the whole game? <laughs> and um, Debo Samuel. I don't know. Again, you know, the Jimmy G point is valid if Jimmy G plays George Kittle's, like, not top five on the week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Brandon Ayuk? Or not, sorry, not Brandon Ayuk. Trey Lance, I mean. Trey Lance, yes, is a mystery. I will agree to that. It's just, I feel like they're, they've yeah. already worked well, he's still Kittle of, into the offense. He's still one of the best receiving tight ends yeah. in the league. It's just that ever since And I will da- give you this. Ever I think the better receiving tight end out of the two is Waller. Yeah. I will agree to that. Just because of Derek Carr. Yeah. That's the reason why. I say that. The reason why Derek Waller is the best receiving tight end is because of Derek Carr. If Derek Carr gets put out of that equation... I think Darren Waller wouldn't be the top, you know, tight end receiving. But, like, going back to Kittle, like, his production went down since 2018. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I can't – I've been saying this. Like, you can't count 2020, 2021 season, right? Because if you count that season, you know, he placed, like, 20 <laughs> on the <laughs> tight end list. Um, But he averaged – like, in 2018, he averaged eight, 86.1 yards per game. Mm-hmm. And since then, he, he's only averaged 76.7. And I feel like he's going to go down lower with this whole QB situation going on. It's just the way I see it is, look, we have talked about the tight end drought that we are in. Yeah, we've and been in it for a while. Yeah. Uh, Waller was, you know, pretty much the new little flood of water coming in yeah. last year and the year before that. 
It's just, again, I mean, Kittle is going to get those touches because they've already worked him into the offensive scheme. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it. And, yes, I know they run. Before he got injured last year, you can look at this. In week four against the Eagles, he came out with an amazing 40.10 mm-hmm. points in PPR. And I believe I lost that week still. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of let that be and a And then from that, <laughs> he went from 8.40 and then 23.90, then 10.50 and 5.9. And don't forget, the 49ers went to 49ers last season. No, because, right? like, Jimmy literally half out, their team half got hurt week out. one. But then when he came back for week 16, because I know people don't play week 17, because, you know, that's the usually the, you know, playoff. I played him week 16, I believe. Yeah, when he came back from, like, because he was out from week 9 all the way to week 15 because of his fractured ankle. Mm-hmm. But when he came back, he didn't do too bad no. knowing the 49ers weren't the 49ers. He did he better came than out Kyler with, Murray. He came out with 13.20 points, and he was out there for 49% of the snaps. Still did better than Kyler Murray. He did better than Kyler Murray, of course. He got 11. <laughs> never gonna forget that number. No, you're never gonna forget, never that. Gonna forget that number. Gonna Thanks a lot, Kyler Murray. Choke the. But finals. like, still, I see what happens when he's not playing with Jimmy G. It goes to thirteen point twenty, and then now Jimmy G's. Yes, that's their number one guy. But I don't see Jimmy G being on that team by the end of the season. I mean, being the starter by the end of the season. I will agree with that the end of the team thing. I'm still. I'm not. Like, George Kittle is the top. Three tight end. George Kittle is George Kittle. George Kittle, like the top three. Of course, we said this before: is Waller, Kittle, and Kelsey. Mm-hmm. It's not in that order, but no, those, no. Are the, <laughs> those are the three. My Usually, bad. the order I think yeah. goes like Kittle or not Kittle. Kelsey, Kelsey is always one. Yeah, and then Waller, Waller and, and Kittle, Kittle kind of bounce each in other. And out, yeah, but um, he's still the top, you know, three tight ends. And I'm not saying don't draft him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, draft him. But like, I think it's just overrated. So you should draft this him at the one point one. No, <laughs> <laughs> maybe the second round. Or you can do what I did and draft Kittle and Kelsey at the 110 and the 2.1. If you have a snake draft. Yes. If you're playing weird, normal draft, <laughs> I, I can't help you. That's <laughs> why I, I am, too. Like, when I play fantasy football, I usually have two leagues, right? So one's, like, snake, one's regular, one's PPI, one's standard. So I switch back and forth from each. I prefer snake, honestly. Yeah, but... it. Anyway, we're not talking about draft, but anyway. welcome to the FS Podcast, where we always get sidetracked. Did and I will agree, yes. There is that concern that George Kittle might... Listen, I'm not expecting George Kittle to come out with a whopping, like, 46 points or whatever you said he did, like, week one or whatever, right? It was week four. Week four. I'm, I'm not expecting that. It Pretty much at all this season. And to be fair, <laughs> it was against the Eagles. Yeah. And pretty much, you play whoever you want against the Eagles, you're getting about... <laughs> You could play Joe Flacco. Probably him. get like <laughs> 20 <laughs> points. He'd probably give you points <laughs> somehow, even though he's on the team. <laughs> but the Eagles were terrible defense. And But back to George Kittle, it's just, yes, there's always that regression. Everyone regresses, all right? Everyone goes down in some way, shape, or form. Obviously. Heck, I do. I get winded walking to the driveway. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, you know, Kelsey, obviously, you know, Kelsey ain't – you know, outputting crazy numbers he did like two years ago. No, he's not. But he's always consistent. The only thing about mm-hmm. Kittle is that he's he's not he's not, he's going down, but he's not going down drastically. He's not going down like it's not like forty points, ten, negative five. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just going down slowly. Oh yeah, and like like I said with the quarterback situation, I feel like it's gonna go down faster, but not like freaking you know fifteen like to like twenty. Not like a bomb dropping to just yeah. 
13 points per game, which is still good for a tight end. But you, oh, yeah. when you get Kittle, you, you're you looking for like that 23, 24 points per game. When you draft any of those top three, Kittle, Waller, Kelsey, That's you're me. looking for 20. Yeah, you're at looking least. for 20. If it ain't that, it's not a terrible week because, you know, obviously there's tight ends who didn't even crack 10. Yeah, right. But, you know, you're just kind of a little upset. And I'm still I'm going to have to disagree on that one. I really don't think Kittle is overrated. You don't think he's overrated? Mm-hmm. I think he's driving on the bridge. I think he's just fine. <laughs> <coughs> overrated. Anyways. I'm not going to be all like, man, Kittle's the most underrated player ever. No, <laughs> it's George Kittle, dude. Like I said, he's. I'm not saying he's a bad tight end. I no. just think he's overrated. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. So basically, what you I'm guys not, need to do I'm not, like, is, uh, I probably might draft him this season. Yeah. I might have him on my team, but he, I just feel like he's overrated right now. You know, uh, I don't know. Moving so on. So I'll hit my tight end to kind of wrap up the show here. Okay. Or you might go over an hour on this. Is this, a, is this another question? Or is yes. this, are you just saying like he is overrated? No. It's another question. So I have my answer because um, that was kind of the ones I was forming were kind of question ones. That's why I was done so quickly. Yeah. Um, so mine is Logan Thomas, the kind of young upstart Ooh. into the tight end scale because he finished, I believe, at the third overall tight end position PPR. <laughs> he did. Um, now, I believe it was also his first year on, on Washington. Washington, but again, could be situation. But still, he's able to output third tight end with their quarterback, who's Ryan. Well, not Ryan. Wait, wait did you, my bad. Did you say Lookatom was overrated or underrated? Uh, for me, I'm gonna say he's underrated. He's underrated. Then again, I don't know because as we talk about it, I might change my answer towards the end of this. Yeah. Because, listen, he was on Detroit last year and then Buffalo for a bit, Miami, and everything. He's been around. I can see why. I'm thinking about it right now. I can see why you think he's underrated. Yeah, but it's just a little bit concerning. Looking at his stats, okay, so let's look at his last season, 2019. Mm -hmm. Well, not – you know what I mean. 2020. Oh, oh yeah. Last season was different because of all the injuries. So 2019 he played on Detroit, and he finished at 50 on PPR and standard, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, not a lot going on there, and then he gets moved over to Washington last year, and again he played all sixteen games. And he's amazing. And he finished at third in PPR, one hundred ten targets, six receiving touchdowns. Now listen, I'm not saying that don't draft Logan Thomas. From I feel like from like week two and onward, he's been like their number one tight end. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think his biggest game last year was week, if I get this correctly, it was week 13 with a total of 24.80 points in PPR, and that was against Pittsburgh Steelers in week 13. I believe that was the Steelers' first loss. That was. Yes, yeah. I remember that. Never forget that. <laughs> Mounted up on the wall. <laughs> first he loss. lost to the Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> with, and then uh, they just kept losing. With uh, Alex Smith retiring <laughs> uh, last season. Poor Alex Smith. Yeah. Anyway, it's just I'm actually can change my answer. I honestly think Logan Thomas might be a tad overrated because mm, mm, um, he pulls these stats. I know. Now I, I know. I said why. I I believe like I understand why you would think he's beforehand. Mm-hmm. He's underrated, but I think he's a little overrated. You are agreeing with me? I'm that? saying he... Actually, no, I'm going full on sin in this one. I think he is overrated. I think he is as well because, because it's concerning. 
that he pulls these stats. It is concerning, like about it right now. But like, also he shared the tight ends, the tight end position with J.D. McKissick. Mm-hmm. J.D. McKissick also did pretty decent last year, which is weird because J.D. McKissick is with like what I like to end? call the Taysom Hill of the football team. Because he was a tight end and running back. He was tight end, wide receiver, running back. Like yeah. <laughs> so he subbed in for Logan Thomas here and there. But the thing is about Logan Thomas, like he put these stats up. That everyone put eye like Tupac, all eyes on him now, right? All eyes on him. <laughs> all eyes on him. Well, and I remember because, because he numbers. would be in our starts of the week almost for like weeks on end. Yeah, Repeat he would starts of the week. He Logan would. Thomas. Now with the Washington football team adding Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, Fitzmagic. My bad. Maybe we'll being see. Being their starter for 2021-2022 season, and with him already having a high targeted receiver being terry mclaurin who in my opinion he we talked about terry mclaurin before the show um mm. i don't really think he deserves a spot on this segment honestly like he, like if he's underrated overrated i don't think so i think literally he's right where he is you yeah know? and no one's denying that no one is and then when you look at it i mean they also picked up curtis samuel who was on the panthers last year uh who isn't that bad? I remember Cam Sims, too, who's going to be the wide receiver three on the Washington football team, was pretty decent. I remember mm-hmm. he did pretty well at certain games. But then when you look at the tight end, Logan Thomas, I mean, he doesn't have any competition besides J.D. McKissick, who plays every position. <laughs> Except, uh, like, quarterback. <laughs> that, that he has to worry about. But I, he put up some great numbers last year. I think he, they're expecting him to do it again this year. But he doesn't have Alex Smith. They yeah. let go of... Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> and now they got Fitzmagic being over there, who's a great quarterback, obviously. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he already – I feel like Fitzmagic would target Curtis Samuel and Terry McClellan more than Logan Thomas, where Logan Thomas can't rack up those numbers that he did last year. Well, because year. look at it, too. Um, point in case when Fitzpatrick was on the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. right, and Jameis was out those few games, and then he turned into Fitzmagic with that, like, whopping 40-point week. <laughs> um he did not throw to the tight end position, like, at all. No. It was purely the Mike Evans in, um... You okay? I'm trying to remember the other wide receiver's name. Mike Evans and... Are you talking about... On the Buccaneers. Are you talking about Chris Godwin? That one, yep. And Antonio Brown? <laughs> no, because Antonio wasn't there at that time. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's just, if it's Magic comes in, sure, Logan Thomas might get a little... Here's a little... Here, I'm throwing some peasant change at you. A little Here. sprinkle. There you go and sprinkle that on you. Here's some four points. <laughs> Two points. Yeah. In fact, let me take your points. <laughs> it's. I think it's concerning. Yeah. I honestly... I think he, he raised the bar for himself. And it's not his fault. No. Obviously, when you go out on the field, You're you want to sh- do good. You yeah. want to do great. You want to show that you're worth being on this team. But I think like the, the bar's so high that he said that he can't even beat it this coming year. Because are you? I'm not going into this season expecting Logan Thomas to hit three or even two on the tight end scale. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I believe he can because there isn't that many tight ends, right? We both no. agree on that. I believe we've he can said make the top. holy we've said the holy trinity, yeah. which is Kittle, make, Kelsey, and Waller. He can make top ten, obviously, because who else is going to be there in top ten? But maybe the thing like Mark is, Andrews or yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but, like, when you think about it, Logan Thomas is overrated. 
Yes, and I agree. I went into it saying he was underrated and I until I took a... I did agree with you. Like, I, I took a little look he is you know, at the stats. You take a look at the stats, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, this dude is committing mm-hmm. freaking identity theft. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just because he goes from being the 50th, and in fact, let's go back to his rookie season. 90 <sighs> PPR. This is 2014. Next year, 451. Wow. Rank. Next year, 418. The next year, 73. Okay, he climbed a little way. Next year, 72. Next year, which was 2019, 50. And then this past year, 3. Wow. He just made this insane jump like Jesus Christ coming out of the tomb. <laughs> like it's he went up the roller coaster. Now he's about to go back down the roller coaster. I Listen, I'm going to say this. He's gonna go I don't feel comfortable drafting him. I would I I would just save him for the free agent board. I yeah, mean, let's go down the wall like this. Yeah, circles. I would keep a pair of binoculars on me mm-hmm. and see if he's ready to hurl while he's <laughs> on the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, hurl like a nice thirty point game. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's ah, it, it's hard, you know. Like Logan Thomas could, you know, I would very much love for Logan Thomas to just kick me in the teeth and prove me wrong. Yeah, that's what I said about Barkley. Remember? Yeah, I was like, I would love to see him blow my brains out and break yeah. out. I would love it. There's nothing more. Mm-hmm. I would always love more good tight ends. Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> yeah, right? You need them. Because literally, like last year, if I wanted to, I could have probably just held all the tight ends hostage. And what would you guys done? Mm, yeah. You would have either traded with me or just not have a good tight end. Just not have a good tight end. Oh, no. You can keep Kittle, though. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll gladly <laughs> keep Kittle. <laughs> so, final thoughts. I think Logan Thomas is going is right over that bridge. Me too. I think he's going. He's applying. He's going over the bridge. Yep. And again, Kelsey is riding on the bridge because he's normal. Under. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, over. My bad. I think we got to do a poll for Kelsey. I think this is definitely one of the I, better. I, I, I'm saying. Arguments. I think he's over. And I'm saying we got to do a poll. Okay. I'm okay. I'm not saying he's a. Of course, you know, I'm not saying he's a bad tight end, I'm, right? And I, I do know that. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm just You're not all over. like, man. Kelsey sure sucked. This it's year. like people like kids these days saying like, Juice World's an amazing rapper. Like, he's overrated, dude. Come on, it's Juice World. But what about Tupac? Who's that? Tupac. Biggie? Uh, no, still don't know it. Whoever says they're overrated, <laughs> come on. Now. Anyways, I guess that kind of ends it there about the segment this this episode. Because are we at the hour mark? Yeah, we're over it. Okay, cool. Because the game starts in less than thirty minutes. Yes, it does, and we still got to do the Instagram post. Oh, so crap. <laughs> oh wait, before I I want to throw this in there before we end it. Huh. It's funny. I I'm not gonna talk into it. I'm just gonna end it off here. All right. But another running back, I mean, another player that I think is overrated is Saquon Barkley. But anyways, okay. If you want more detail, go to the last episode. Yeah. We pretty much went over it all there. And I disagreed every single time. Anyway. Broken legs. Anyways. (laughs) That's Burrow. No, that's Barkley. (laughs) Burrow's done it once. Barkley's done it like twice now. Still. (laughs) Burrow has gotten the membership card. Yeah. He could be there. I don't want him to be, but he might. He might, he might anyway, can, he before might, we get into a nice another hour long, he might cancel his subscription. You think? Yeah, I think so. That's, anyway, a, that's what, a statement for another what, episode. <laughs> what were you saying, though? And what was I saying? Uh, before we get into like another long argument, or oh yes, or we were gonna go ahead and end it off here and go watch the Suns take game two. Mm-hmm. Do we want a coin of fate to see if the Suns game two? This will be kind of the first actual coin of fate that could be right or wrong. 
I, yeah, I mean, if you want to, but I really think they're going to win. I don't need a corner fade it because I already know they're going to win. Okay, I won't either because <laughs> I also know they're going to win. Because sons and four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as the prophet has said, <laughs> sons and four. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, me intro, you outro, or, you know, <laughs> me outro, you outro? Me intro, you outro, what? Um, I think, if I remember correctly, I believe you did the outro. Did I? I think so. I don't know. Okay, you can go ahead and do it then, I guess. I guess. I guess I'd I guess you can do it. I guess more. Uh, George how Kittle is how not how overrated. Could, how about I bet we could both do it together? Okay. Let's like, see. I, I, like, I'll say a couple <laughs> of things, and you plug in a couple of things, and we just go back and forth. Okay, let's see it. Okay, ready? Or listen to it, I guess. <laughs> we're seeing it. They're <laughs> listening to it. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> we're going to end it off there. And if you guys want to go ahead and keep up with me and Jacko or the FS Podcast in general, you can go ahead and follow our Instagram and Twitter account, which there's not a lot on the Twitter account. Which I got to start working on that. Well, we both got to start working so on that. So go ahead and send a reminder to If you guys want to go ahead and follow us, the link's going to be in the description of this podcast. If you guys don't want to go ahead and look at it, of course, uh, Instagram is going to be fancy.sports.podcast, and our Twitter account is going to be f underscore s underscore podcast. Sorry, I haven't said that in a while. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are yes. Cool. You are correct, sir. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Over and out. <laughs> So thank you so much for listening, um, and we'll be back next week. Yeah, we we're just trying to hurry up so we can watch yes, the Suns game because we got we still got stuff. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys. Peace out next week. <laughs>